When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are you now are listening, listening to. We're not going to waste any time. Let's get to the first one. Anthony Rudd asked, B. Matt, what about Ed Rusher Falk? Nick Eason is trying to ease in and get him. What's your thoughts about him? Uh, what's, the, what's the skinny on this situation? Treat your boys. Chill Boys Underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chill Boys underwear will help you keep the boys close. Uh, not too close. When the game is on the line, you won't break a sweat with Chill Boys underwear. Whether it's left boy, right boy, or both boys, Chill Boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt. Visit chillboys.com and use code RAPPORT, that's R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chill Boys. Yeah, Keldrick Falk. He's one of those in-state kids from Highland Home. You know, grew up an Auburn guy. Has been to Auburn a bunch of times. Was here here on official visit. This is a this is a kid that Auburn has to win on. However, uh, Clemson has gotten really involved with him. Got him up for an official visit. Florida State's involved too. Um, so I don't know how this is going to end. Um, I felt pretty good about it after his Auburn visit, but uh, I'm just a little bit um, not sure now. Uh, I, I'd be a little bit concerned about it, but. Um, he is supposed to announce here uh, fairly soon. Um, I think next next Monday or Tuesday, I think it is, uh, the mm-hmm. 5th or the 6th, maybe the 5th. Um, so it's coming uh, for him, and um, we'll see. But, um, you know, I, I like Auburn's chance with Jeremiah Cobb. I'm a little shaky about Keldrick Falk right now. That's, that's one to keep a close eye on. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm souring on Eason, man. Get out of our pantry, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy, this guy, <laughs> I man. I mean, listen, he's really good. He, I was about, he was I was about to say, how how painful was this when he left? I mean, he knew the area. Yeah. yeah. And he recruited these. He's the one that had the relationship with these kids, you know? Right. Uh, beforehand. And now he's taking that relationship and, and, he, and he's using it for Clemson. So it stinks for Auburn right now, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. We're going to have Chill Boy send him some itchy socks in the mail or something to distract him. Uh, I don't like what he's been doing. Uh, you know, I know a lot of these guys come in for a year and they get to know the landscape of recruiting in our area and they take that information back with with them to whatever school they land at and use that. But um, uh, I've been hearing whispers of some negative recruiting coming from him, which is why I'm really sour on that. I mm. think, you know, s- sell it, sure. Get a kid any way you want. I just think if you have to use negative recruiting to convince a kid to come to your school, you know, maybe you just can't recruit. Yeah. Know, that's, and that's I mean, that's a position Auburn has to have players in, right? They're they're mm. they're losing their top two and two of the best players on the team are Derek Hall and Echo Leota. And uh, that should be a position where it's easy to recruit for, right? Auburn's got right. great players there. Mm. They've had great players there in the past and they've got a chance for somebody to step in and play right away. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Lawrence Robinson, appreciate you, man, hanging out with us. He asks, do y'all think if we start out well in the season, our recruiting boosts? I know Mike G has said because of turnover of staff, recruits are kind in, kind of in a wait-and-see mode. Thoughts on that, B-Matt? 
Well, normally I'd say no, because normally recruiting is about relationships and, you know, opportunities. And a lot of these recruits have made up their minds before the season starts. In Auburn's case, I think it will matter a little bit. Yes. I mean, you know, for the kids that haven't made up their mind, for the kids that are still open, for the kids that could potentially be flipped, they're going to be watching Auburn closely. Those first five games are going to be so, so important. You know, Auburn has a chance to start out 5-0, right? They've got to beat Penn State. They've got to beat Missouri. They've got to beat LSU. All three of those games are at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Right. So if they can do that, that really energizes Auburn and Auburn recruiting. That gets everybody fired up, and it will help. Yes. Yeah, let's be clear. Beating Mercer and San Jose State right. isn't going to mean a damn when it comes to recruiting. Right. You right. got to get that. You got to get revenge from the Nittany Lions at home. Yep. And then you got to beat LSU in your house yep. for a and second it, year straight. And they will have recruits on official visits for Penn State and LSU, I would say for sure. Okay. Uh, just because you know those are going to be big games. And especially kids from out of state that are traveling that have not been to Jordan-Hare before, that's when you want to get them here because that's the best thing about Auburn is a Jordan-Hare game. Yeah. Especially if it's at night, but just a game, in, a big game in Jordan-Hare. Yeah. We, we had an actual, um, I can't say who said it because we haven't released the interview yet, but we had a young man who we did an interview with recently, and he noted the reason why, like, when he got sold on Auburn was coming to a game and just witnessing mm-hmm. the atmosphere of yeah. the fans going sure. crazy. Um, yep. And he was just like, I was, I was sold. Like, he, he took visits after that, but he's like, he knew after he came to a game, and he went to other places, and he went to games, and he was like, nah, it's not like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. an electric atmosphere. So for those of you who are watching right now, we we talk about the negativity, quote unquote, of the fans online. That that experience in Jordan Hare Stadium, that's where the recruits really feel, and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, is this is a ele- listen? I worked in the stadium for a couple of years. I go to the games uh, when we have our press passes, and if I like, there are times I'm, I'm not. It's it's just different. It's, it's it is different. so. Like the jungle is like that. Well, it's not the jungle anymore. I don't know what they call it now. But like when you come when you come to the basketball stadium, when you come to the basketball arena, when you step inside of Jordan Hare, our fans are just man. They're different. They're yeah. different. Like we, I don't, I don't remember going to gymnastics meets that felt like Auburn gym this year. Our fans are just different, man. We make sporting events crazy different. So yeah, uh, yeah if if you are an Auburn fan. Just continue screaming hard for your team, man, and forget, try to ignore all the people who are talking a bunch of negativity right now because your electricity is really what's going to help push Auburn over the top with some of these recruits that might be on the edge. Yeah, with the advent of social media, recruits are definitely taking notice of negative fan chatter as well, too. Um, ultimately, uh, I, I, I mean, you, you should be able to recruit, and I think at the end of the day, um, you know, that's no recruiter saying, I'm not going to Auburn because of what some guy said on Twitter who I've never heard of. But it does matter. I remember my freshman year, uh, what the most excited, we had a question about what was the best Auburn game we ever went to, and it was Auburn beating number one Florida in 2001. That wasn't a great season for us, but Damon, there was no experience like Damon Duvall kicking a 45-yarder into the wind to beat Steve Spurrier. Uh, history note, that was the last time Auburn tore down the goalposts in Jordan-Hare. That was the last time they tore it down. Um, yeah, we've only rushed the field since, I think, for the kick six. Um, and that's, I think that's it. I think that's the only no, time we've rushed we, the field since. I think since. we rushed it in 2017, too, I think. The Iron Bowl. Yeah. Do we? Yeah, we did. We it rushed again. the field for that hour bowl. Okay, all right. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a rare occurrence. Um, but 
Uh, I, I do think that will, to Ike's point, that will matter for recruits. Uh, really quickly, on Cadillac's recruiting visit, uh, I was yeah. actually a part of this. They shut down the stadium. They they brought him into the stadium at night, and we put together a, like, this could be you video for Cadillac with all the long list of great Auburn running backs. So Bo Jackson, Stephen Davis, you know, all these guys that had come through Auburn and you know they we you know this was this was high tech back then but superimposed you know his head onto a jersey and it was like you know Cadillac Williams is next up yep now um Ronnie Brown had something to say about that but we <laughs> we had um you know they they pulled out all the stops and those were the things that made the difference in recruiting he was essentially guaranteed to play when he came here and he grew up an Alabama fan he grew yep. up an Alabama fan. It was a, it was like a foregone conclusion. Auburn pulled out all the stops, man. It was a complete coup that we got yep. Cadillac and committed to the Tennessee on his visit there. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it can be done. I, I think I've we've talked to the staff. We talked to Lerondo and some of these guys. They are trying to get very creative in their recruiting. I think that'll make a difference. Ali Tubbs asked, uh, and we talked about him, but just to reiterate, what do you think our chances are to get Brock Glenn? And is he mm-hmm. good? Is he for real? Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing I let Brock Glenn, uh, you know, his tape looks good, but uh, you meet him in person and he's got that, um, that uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You can tell he's a, an A personality, like a, like a, a, just good a leader. about him. Yeah. Yes. He's got that. Absolutely. 100% he's got it. So he, he's um, a rival's top, top 200, I think. I think so. I don't. I, I don't think he's like his... top two hundred. He he is at the elite eleven camp right, right now, yeah. okay. um, for sure. And we'll see what comes of that. But but yeah, he he seemed like he was pretty strong on us, and then recently it's been a little less. But I I think the fact that similarly to how it was withholding Garner, we got in on him early before right. the hype train started up. So you know, hopefully that will continue on, but I don't know who had the relation. Like, do you know who was the, like his lead recruiter last year? Because, you know, we, again, we, we have some turnover in the offensive staff. So I don't know if that had any contribution. to. That. I do not know for sure. Yeah. And there has yeah. been a lot of turnover there, but um, I think it's Auburn, Ohio state for him. And I'd be concerned about Ohio state right now. Ohio state is also after another quarterback too, I think. So it's they're they're unlike Auburn. I think they have another QB that they're after as yeah. well. So depending on what happens there could determine what happens with us yes. with, with Brock Glenn as well. Yep. I think. It's first yeah. come first serve, I think for them. So they're, they're taking one quarterback and which one of those two commits could be um, beneficial to Auburn. Let them, let them go. Let them go to Ohio state. We'll, we'll take them in the portal after the season is over. Go. Hey, listen, after, people after, after have had good success in the sec of recent with former Ohio state, state quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. quarterbacks and wide receivers. Listen, yeah. Jameson Williams was an Ohio State guy. So apparently you go to Ohio State, don't see the field, and then transfer to the SEC, and you're guaranteed to be a first-round draft pick. That's yeah. kind of how it seems to be. Be Matt, what the hell, man? They're throwing, <laughs> aw- they're throwing away quarterbacks at Ohio State, literally. I know. They're literally throwing them out with yesterday's trash, and they're going That's because they have schools. a bunch of five-star guys. Yeah. Like, they have five-star, five-star, four-star in their room. And to B Matt's earlier point— if they're not seeing the field after that first year, they're just like, eh. I'm out. I mean, yep. but listen, they can't man, afford to do it. They can these guys are temperamental, though, man. Yeah. Like, even if they come in and they could be the starter the next year, I think what happens is if you're 
redshirted specifically, right? Like not I'm the backup quarterback, one, you know, bad play, one injury away from it. If you're like a redshirt, I'm not going to see the field guy your freshman year. You're like, man, forget this. You know, you get into a P5 uh, strength and conditioning program, start to kind of understand the speed of the game during the, uh, you know, the fall camp and play on scout team a little bit. And you're like, I'm ready to start next year. And you don't even want to go through the whole controversy of trying to be a starter. You're just going to transfer somewhere that you know needs a quarterback that next year Mm -hmm. and keep it moving. Yeah. Kenji asks, chances we get, I believe it's Quay Rasal. Quay, yeah. Yep. Uh, He was in on an official visit this past weekend with his teammate, James Smith. Both of the two top in-state players from Carver Montgomery. I'd say Quay probably has more connections to Auburn. Uh, both those guys have been to Auburn a bunch. But I think a lot of guys, a lot of people in our industry think they'll probably end up at Alabama in the end. But I, I think Auburn's got a decent shot. You look at um, that edge position, which is so important to Auburn in this class. you got Keldrick Falk, which is probably Auburn or Clemson. You've got um, Quay Rousseau, which is probably Auburn, Alabama, or Georgia. And then you got Ruben Bain, who also officially visited Auburn, which is probably Auburn, Alabama, or Miami, maybe. Um, so if Auburn can just get one of those difference makers at that edge position, right? And uh, maybe then they could find, you know, another developmental edge in high school and then go out and get uh, the best edge in the um, the transfer portal. Then you start feeling a lot better about that position. But um, Quaid be a big one for Auburn, just like uh, Keldrick fought, both, both just down the road. Both with some family connections to Auburn, both officially visited, both highly recruited. Mm. Are, are, are him and his teammate? Are they? They've talked about wanting to play together at the next yeah. level. Are they really yeah, a package I, deal? You know what? Package deals are usually a bunch of bull, right? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, you hear that all the time, but right. rarely does it happen. I think this one has a fifty-fifty chance of happening. I really do because they they do go on most of most almost all their visits together. Um, but I would say that uh, I think. Um, you know, they. I think James probably likes Alabama a little bit more. And I think Quay likes Auburn and Georgia a little bit more, maybe. So, so we'll see how it works out. But um, I think there is a pretty good chance both getting up the same school. Mm. Anthony Rudd asks, "Be Matt, how do you feel about Camden Brown, or should I say, Sammy Coates 2.0? We've yeah. been hearing some positive things about him this summer, but what have you been hearing, Be Matt?" Very positive things. I love his frame. I love his um, combination of athleticism and speed and burst. Um, I, I think he's going to take a little time to develop. I don't think he's a plug-and-play all-SEC guy like you see at some other places, but I do think he's going to be a really good receiver at Auburn, really good. Mm. And um, I like uh, what I've heard of Amari Kelly, too, uh, the kid from uh, – yeah. is he from Hewitt? He's from uh, the Birmingham area. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's impressed early, too. And uh, those guys, along with uh, Jay Fair, I really liked his tape. I liked the way he competes for balls, even at being 5'11". And, and the two, um, Coy Moore and, and Dazzlin Worsham, I, I think Auburn's helped itself at the receiver position, definitely. Yeah, Jay Fair is top two fastest guys on the team. Second, okay. we heard, uh, according to him, uh, to <laughs> uh, Nehemiah Pritchett. Okay. They almost unanimously, they voted him the fastest guy on the team. And it sounds like we have a ton of speed. Uh, so yeah. if we can get some possession guys in there, it 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 might be. I think there's some surprises on this team this year. Yeah, Javari. Everybody forgets about Javari Johnson. Yeah, he's yeah. one of two guys that went in the portal and came back. I mean, that that that's good news for Auburn. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court, and now more than ever in the arena of business. 
in the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. For sure. Let me ask you this real quick. How much do you think young guys getting early playing time will play into recruiting? You know, is it important that Auburn shows a path to early playing time to prospective recruits? Yeah, but not too much because that could block up that position, right? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) A little give and take there, but yeah, I do do think that's important. I think players want to come in and play as early as possible, and that's the one thing Auburn can use against some of these schools like Georgia or Alabama, which if if you're a five-star and you sign with them, you're behind two or three five-stars to start out with, right? Auburn Mm -hmm. doesn't have that problem, so to speak. Not that that's really a problem, but it is something that Auburn has to use to their advantage. Yeah, or, hey, that guy's good. He's definitely going after his sophomore year. Right. And you know, the door will be open for me. Yeah, I think we've we've got to show a um some some success from our transfer portal guys this year too, man. Like Yeah. We I I mean, I I'd have to go back and look at all of the guys we landed in the portal last year, but we didn't have a ton of productivity from that spot outside of what Eku Leota. Uh, but like I can't think of another I, and I'm probably missing somebody, but like I can't think of another transfer guy uh d rob i guess a little bit at wide receiver a little bit but, yeah like those are really the only two that well, come Mar- to mind. marcus harris had a really good year i thought oh yeah. and marcus harris yeah. you're right yeah. he's yeah. gonna be a, he's gonna be a good player for auburn maybe nfl draft pick here before too long we'll see yeah marcus harris played well last year so yeah, I, yeah so i i I'd, so take d rob out of there i'd say the top two would have been echo leota and marcus harris as far as transfer portal guys but like i didn't tony fair i don't think did a lot um the kid from uh west virginia never even saw the field Mm-mm. Had to, had to um, sign as a walk-on, I think, in NC State. Um, yeah, State. right, uh, right. In, in my opinion, you know, D-Rob did well early in the season, but I didn't, I mean, gosh, post-Penn State, can you think of a catch D-Rob had? Like, I mean, just saying, like, seriously, like, he just wasn't really a factor. Um, right. So we, we've got to figure out how to get those portal guys acclimated in there and doing some some serious work for us. Had, the, oh. had those short arms some of the times, right? Yeah. B-Matt, yeah. B-Matt, I asked about Brock Glenn. Is there a can't-miss recruit? In this class, I'm gonna throw some gush shade for a second. For eight for eight years, a lot of the can't miss players that we got, like this was our guy, the Byron Cowards, um, you know, uh, the the guys that they were recruiting that were highly recruited turned out not to be very good. Right. So, um, is there a sense that this staff is evaluating better? That you know, hey, is there a guy in this class like Tank Bigsby who you know is going to be a starter and a star at Auburn? Tank Bigsby was our last can't miss, I think, that panned out. But, you right. know, you know, Bo I don't, Nicks, I, don't, I mean, I want to say Keldrick Falk, and I, w- I would have said Keldrick Falk um, a week ago. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to say it now because I'm afraid he's going to end up, you know, at Clemson. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I, I don't have that guy yet. Um, one recruit I wanted to mention, J.C. Hart, local kid from Lochapoca. Had okay. a great camp. Cornerback, uh, he's about 6'1", long and lean, ran a 4'3'7". He's a guy I think Auburn's in good shape for and could commit here maybe maybe around um, Big Cat weekend. We'll see. Mm, okay. Loads of poker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Monte Loach of poker. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, not far, it's not far from Auburn. It's like 15 yep. minutes, I think. Yeah. Not, if, if even that far. But yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a very small town. Yeah, we had a friend from uh, named Patrick from Loach of poker. That was the first that I yep. heard of old Loach of poker. But, um, Shout out to my guy, Pat. Oh, yeah. What's up, Patrick. man, if you want <laughs> I've been there. I've been to Loach of poker on a Friday night. 
Absolutely. Yeah. What? That doesn't sound like so, that. Sounds yeah. like, that sounds like a story <laughs> that I'm going to ask you No, online. that's literally only a football game. That's the only yeah, that's, reason. That's Monte Pitts. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was see Monte Pitts back in 2000. Montavious Pitts, 2003. Yeah, 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 that's okay. right. Okay, all right. Yeah, that was back in our days, our, our class oh, days. Because yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, you either watching football, high school football, or you're up to something shady if you're in local football. <laughs> I was hoping for the shady <laughs> part. That's why. That's why <laughs> nah, this is not. This is not an episode of uh, Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek McLellan asked a prediction on next commitment. I mean, I think we already kind of know with some yeah, confidence about... is Jeremiah Cobb. But let, mm-hmm. let me yeah. ask you this. Who do you think is after Cobb? I mean, after Cobb is probably what Big Cat weekend before we start getting anybody. Well, else there's in. a few guys like Keldrick going to announce. Um, oh yeah, I forgot his is coming up um, before that. Uh, let's I'm see. I think here. there's some other ones too. He's got offers from Clemson, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Arkansas State. When is, is has has English announced a new date? Or I don't think just, he has. Okay. He just pushed it back. He was another one that was going to, um, but he has pushed his back. Um, what about Jakeem Jackson? I think he said he was going to do it on the 28th of July, which would be two days before Big Cat. And I think Auburn was hoping maybe to get him in for Big Cat and then have it, but we'll see how that goes. I, I felt like Auburn coming out of, of that official was in pretty good shape there for Jakeem. Uh, okay. He's a guy that Zach Etheridge is recruiting. Zach Etheridge liked it a whole lot. So um, I kind of like Auburn's chances with him, although um, we'll see. But um, he's pretty high, he's become pretty high recruited. I think Alabama's even got involved with him, but – but him, between him and J.C. Hart, I think Auburn's going to get one or maybe both at, mm-hmm. at cornerback. Philip Coleman asks, are there any sleeper guys we are recruiting that could be breakout gems? Maybe the staff is waiting to their senior season to evaluate more. Yeah, three stars that could play like five stars. Okay, um, and I should have mentioned when you mentioned the, the guy we can't miss on, Aiden Osbury. He could end up being a stud mm. at linebacker. Okay. He's got the family connection here. So there's Austin one. Osbury's brother. Austin, yes. Yeah, yeah. His brother. yeah. yeah. Okay. He came in an official visit, but he is going to wait until I think after the season or later this fall to make a decision. So, how, uh, that's how not serious? I, I, I know LSU is kind of like not really as much as in the picture. I mean, it's his home school uh, right. or state school, but I know he's he's didn't he go on an official to Notre Dame? I want to say. I think that's right. Yes, I'm pretty okay. sure Notre Dame. I don't. I, I've interviewed him, but that's been a month now, and, it, and I've done about twenty something interviews since then. I don't, I don't remember all the, uh, all the uh, schools with him, but um, I, I feel good. Whatever the schools are, I feel good about Auburn's chances, no matter what. Even though he was, uh, he said that it's going to be his decision. You know, it's not just about you know where his brother's at, but still, still feel pretty good about Auburn. You know, as far as um, guys that maybe aren't big names, uh, Nikhil Bertrand was a kid that was in here uh, this past weekend. Currently committed to Colorado. He's from, I think he's from uh, Philadelphia, if not mistaken. He is 6'7", 315. Uh, Auburn's recruiting has a big old nose guard. He's, I think he's listed in our database as an offensive tackle. But um, they like their chances uh, to flip him here fairly soon. Um, I'm, him and Joshua Horton, I think Joshua is another kid from, uh, uh, from Georgia, uh, from Langston Hughes, which Auburn's recruited about five, five players from there. They got, uh, of course, Terrence Love from there already committed. Uh, he's one I think that could end up being a really good player. DJ Chester, who's already starting to move up in the rankings, mm. is a big old one of those pile driving offensive guards. Uh, Auburn, LSU, FSU are probably his three schools. He's going to wait a little while for his decision, but he's another one of those guys that maybe people don't hear a lot about, but that could be like an NFL type offensive guard at Auburn. Um, those are the guys that stand out to me right away. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Thomas Jones asks. 
Uh, I wanted y'all's opinion on on I think half of Texas and Texas A and M NIL recruits will go in the transfer portal after a lack of. We kind of talked about this as well. Yeah. But your your thoughts on this? Appreciate the super sticker, Thomas. Well, you know, I think you look at Ole Miss right now. They're putting a lot. I'd say maybe more. They're recruiting into the portal than they are high school players uh, overall. I think that's that's become sort of their focus. Um, and I think Auburn. Because of the way it stands right now, they need to probably shift more of their focus, not as much as Ole Miss, but more of it into the transfer portal. So I do see Auburn being even more active, especially early on in the transfer portal than they were this past year. I think they got three early ones last year, and I could see them doubling that this year Mm -hmm. um, uh, in December. Go, I mean, trying to jump on guys as soon as they jump in, because um, especially for offensive tackles and edge rushers and elite wide receivers and, of course, quarterbacks, but positions like that, you've got to get in on them right away or they're gone. You know, you gotta you gotta come at them, you gotta make that offer, you gotta get NIL involved and you gotta you gotta get it going. Uh B Matt, do you have a sense about how the success of the spring sports is maybe playing into um raising Auburn's profile with recruits? Basketball achieved the number one ranking, baseball made the college world series, SUNY Lee. You know, again, just drew so much attention to the school. I think we got a national championship in basket weaving. Outside of football, we were top 15 to 20 at everything. Yeah. Um, You know, is that that something that they use on the recruiting trail? I mean, I don't hear that necessarily from the kids I interview, right? But I don't ask that question either. So I I don't don't have a great answer for that. But I I, just in my feeling is I think it it certainly helps, right? I think like growing the brand's profile. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, if you do happen to bring a, a recruit to a basketball game or gymnastics or baseball or softball, which is going to be really good this spring, by the way, uh, I think the crowds there are going to get you excited about Auburn and you get a little taste of what Auburn can be if you're not if you haven't been to Jordan here uh, before. So I do think it can be a plus if used what? correctly. But they do do that, though. They invite recruits to basketball games. Right. That's what I say. Especially if you're waiting to sign on the second signing day, they'll yeah. bring you on for that. Are right. the juniors coming up? Yes. If they yeah. can get them there. Right. If it's yeah. a weekend, a Saturday, unofficial visits, try to uh, schedule a, um, a junior day in January around a big home basketball game. That's something the staff didn't do very well uh, this past January, right? I think that'll change. This upcoming January. We go out to USC this year, or they come here? I think we go out. I believe we go Auburn out, has a West Coast trip. West. I think you we play, play out two west games. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah, they got a little West Coast trip. They're going to Israel here at the end of uh, at the end of July, early August, and then um, Cancun, right yep. for that yep. tournament. Um, yep. I think I- Ike raised his hand for the Cancun trip, uh, so I think, I think we'll be. <laughs> oh, I did too. <laughs> so he'll be he'll be renewing the passport so we can ship him down to Cancun. Oh, it's you guys it's already some... ready. I don't have to renew it. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can have some margaritas down there. Uh, I, I do think that they're they've got to use every tool in the bag to get recruiting going. They have to use every tool in the bag. Yeah. They've got to evaluate better, and we just we can't. Uh, I think it's not that Alabama and Ohio State and these schools don't have busts. It's just that they have so many players that it doesn't matter when a player busts uh, because they can let a kid like yours go and still be okay. And that's not where Auburn is at right now. So what they have to do is they have to pick better. You got to pick kids who can be contributors by year two at the very least. Um, and help move your your program forward. 
Yeah, I mean, I, and I think, you know, the one thing I will say about this, and we, I, I know we got one more question about basketball recruiting before we let you get out of here, B-Matt. One thing I will say is at least Brian Harson has had a history of having to try to find diamonds in the rough. That's mm. the one thing I can say is like, if we don't get a bunch of four or five stars, he knows how to find really solid three stars, right? Yeah, and so right. some of the people who they might not be getting recruited by the Bama, Georgia, Clemson, uh, you know, Florida's of the world, LSU's of the world, but they're going to get recruited by Auburn. And he knows how to find those guys who have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, maybe weren't evaluated the way that they thought that they should be or whatever, and can come in and contribute. So that's the one thing I would say is uh, maybe a thing that, you know, hopefully we can look forward to seeing some of those guys that nobody was recruiting highly, but they found some value there and were able to do something significant with them. Before we get out of here, be mad. I know we got you on borrowed time, but Jazzy Joe asks your thoughts about basketball recruiting. Um, it doesn't seem like this coaching staff is actually going to grab anyone for this. I guess this, I guess this recruiting period has passed. I, I guess we're moving forward towards the future. I know we missed out on the kid who went to Tennessee, but but what's what's the what's the deal with basketball recruiting? Yeah, uh, well, the November is going to be the early sign period. I think the, the roster is set for this upcoming season. I did have a chance to go watch uh, the new guys play. I was, I was really impressed with Trey Donaldson. Um, Yoan Traore, uh, another one of those freshman signees, uh, is extremely athletic for a big man. Can handle the ball terrifically. Excited to see him play. So um, don't have a lot of information on, um, you know, the upcoming basketball targets. I just know Auburn's involved with a bunch of five stars, right? That's Bruce Pearl and the staff right now. I mean, they're going to recruit the top kids in the country, and any needs they don't fill, uh, you know, in November, they can fill, you know, in the late period or through the transfer portal and have, you know, opportunity to look at the top guys in the country. That's where this program is right now. Um, I also saw a question about Jeffrey Emba. The reason mm-hmm. I want to answer that is because I, I, I asked about him a little while ago. And Jeffrey Emba is crushing it in, in summer workouts right now. He is every bit of 6'5", 315 or whatever he's listed as. And he's as quick as any defensive lineman on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very excited about his upside. Still going to be a little raw because he hasn't played a lot of football, but he's a guy to definitely watch out. As the season progresses, you're going to see more and more of him. I, I think he's another guy to get excited about on that defense, which seems to keep coming with more and more players, right? You are, you now, are now listening, listening to, to-